Sponsored by the Dunleary Ratdown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye with Joe Dalton and Simon Haig. Hi everybody, this is Business Eye. It's a strange week. There's a lot of uncertainty in the air. A lot of people are concerned, uh, fearful and worried. So this week I'm going to be speaking to a selection of business owners, consultants, leaders within our organization and within our community to see if they can share some light on what's going on, see how they are feeling and how positive they are and how they see the future. Remember, and I will keep saying this, we are all in this together. Remember to look after your community. The two big things that I'm getting from this is compassion and reflection. I think there's going to be a lot of that. People are telling me that they're out walking in the parks, uh, spending time with their families. They're looking back to see how they are doing things. And now they are making changes. I'm very lucky. I've been running my business using technology for a very long time. Most of my meetings are done through video. So I'm going to now start speaking to some people in our community. Simon Haig, how are you? How are you getting on? I'm good, Joe. I'm just sitting here looking at the back garden uh, and just thinking that uh, the highlight of the day each day is coming down the stairs and asking my wife, where are we going to walk this evening? <laughs> yes, that so is our horizons it, it? are a little narrower than they used to be, but it's funny, you know, in, in these times, the little things seem more important. You know, so it kind of it brings me back to the seventies, where you know it was easier to make do. You know, there's there's there's, there's always good and bad, Joe. There is, and you know, I, as I was saying to you earlier on, you know, I think we're the generation to get through this because when we were in our teens, we were bored out of our bins. Yeah, you know, we didn't have TV. We, yeah. you know, came on at six o'clock. You know, no yeah. one knew where you were to six o'clock. So I think there's a re there's a restructure for people, business wise. How how do you feel when you're speaking to people? What are the thoughts, um, the feelings of people out there in the business world? I I think I think I'd answer that two ways, right? There's a lot of chat online and everywhere about you know the importance of resilience and 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 being calm and and all that sort of stuff. But I do think. I do think justifiably, you know, everybody is concerned. I mean, those people who aren't concerned, I'd be a bit, I'd, I'd be a bit concerned for them, right? So it's, but, but the point is, it's, it's okay to be concerned because, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, everything passes, right? So, um, and so I think coming back in full circle, you know, I think it is actually important to be calm to be resilient um, and and just go about as much as you can your daily routine. But I, I think there's a lot of lip service toward, to it, but I think it's actually very true. Do you feel that, you know, there's some people who are going to just look at trying to cash in on this? And, and the reason why I mention that, because in the mm-hmm. beginning of the show, I talk about compassion. Yeah. Um, I talk about also a lot of reflection as well. But do you think there's yeah. people going to just, you know, cash in in this? And I, I also mean that I also know that we all have to still make money. And I know that we're still charging for our services. But yeah. then there's other people rubbing their hands and going, OK, this, you know, like the guy selling the sanitizers and yeah. online. Yeah. 
There are, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, humans aren't stupid. You know, we have, I think we have an instinct for for feeling and feeling out and fishing out those who are not being completely genuine about it. And at the end of the day, you know, you know, not only viruses are contagious, but happiness is contagious, hope is contagious, Joy. and honesty, honesty is contagious as well. So we see through that, you know. Yeah. What What are you doing yourself um, to what? get through the day with work and everything? Well, um, well, exercise is very important, right? Because that, that feeds into your clear mind and stuff. Um, and spending as much time as with my family, I'm also meditating. I mean, I, I do meditate, but I meditate, meditate in the morning. And, and all that feeds then into my daily work practice. So, um, you know, I still have clients. I'm, I, I'm now doing online coaching. Um, I, I've done a couple of webinars recently with a couple of organizations. And, you know, I, as you know, Joe, I have over 30 courses that I give. And I'm currently now converting my ambitions to convert all of them online. So I've also got, you know, another book uh, coming, um, which has been sitting there for a couple of years. And so I'm trying to structure my day around reading, writing, self-development, client work and business development. Um, And it's really important to have that structure more than ever. Yes, it's I what's going to happen here, I, I believe, is that. A lot of people, when we come out of this, which we will, and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later, yeah. and it'll be looking at how lean your business is, yeah. but it also will be looking at how you relaunch your business. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. It's relaunching your business, reinventing yourself. So when this happens, when we get back to this, that you are ready to move. You know, we could lock ourselves away and worry about all this and go, oh my God, what am I going to do? And that's yeah. not going to serve purpose for you, your family yeah. or anybody. I, I also think, and this is a crucial point, that um, for those people, and, and I include myself in this, who have kind of been sitting on the fence a little bit about their true corporate identity, right? I think this should start flushing some of the, that out. And so what I mean by that is I, I saw you post a, a wonderful video on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. You were on the beach and you were talking about the importance of love and harmony and hope and compassion and stuff. And and, and we had a discussion about this a couple of days ago. And in, in my meditation this morning, I, I just had a gushing sense of, of the same stuff, love and hope and stuff like that. So I posted a very similar thing on LinkedIn today uh, about spreading that message of love and hope. Without this particular crisis going on, I don't think I would have, my soul would have necessarily felt compelled to to tell that deep truth about me. You know, I disclosed some stuff about a a rock bottom that I reached a a decade ago. And so I think what I'm saying is, I think for those people who are in touch with their heart, mind and soul, I think this could actually bring a new form of enlightenment and and therefore maybe a new business journey for them down the line. You know, it's interesting. Self-expression. We all get into business to help people. The true person, the entrepreneur, the reason why they get in as well is to show, to be, to have self-expression of who you are. And I think there's a lot of, you know, that imposter syndrome and the ego and everything. And everyone sort of who has been working on self-development with themselves and the people now that will go on this journey, it's getting back to self-expression. Who yeah. am I? Who really, really am I? And if you can get past that, 
and understand that, look, this will pass and don't let the voices in your head take over and destroy you with worry and fear. You, you'll you'll get through it. You'll get through Correct. it. I also think it's really important to self-calibrate yourself in this. If you are going through this little journey of self-enlightenment and you want to start posting stuff like the stuff I've, I've mentioned, just then step back and say, right, that's it. You know, don't allow because the danger is your ego can start taking over. Yeah. You know? yeah so definitely. you have to self-calibrate this. But yeah. um, there's there's a lovely there's a lovely way of looking at all this, and is that you know, and this is a little message, is that the, when you think about it, the light is always sharper than the darkness. Darkness is widespread, but the light always is the darkness. It is indeed. So follow that light, and uh, um, but don't veer from it. Don't let your ego take you by the side of it. No. I, I like be. to think of it that way. Simon, like with ourselves here at the radio station, well before this all happened, we closed everything down probably 10, 10 days beforehand. I think we were yep. ahead of the curve. Yep. Uh, we have all our engineers and everything are all, we've software on our computers and all our engineers are working from home. Yep. Um, so we're still functioning. The guys yep. are all pulling their weight at home and the, the, the radio station is moving on. You know, exactly. I, I think it was a smart move from ourselves to do this, um, and everyone is safe. And look, yep. we're 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 broadcasting today. Look, no, this, and it's important. Is, yeah. You know, we're a community radio, so the yeah. community needs us. I yeah. Mean, so, so we're we're here for we're here for the community. We are indeed. We are indeed. Exactly. Simon, you enjoy the rest of the day. What you Thank have, you. enjoy what picking what walk you go for with your <laughs> wife, and uh, be very safe with yourself and your family. And you, and love to everybody out there as well. Take care. And that was Simon, my guest presenter on Business Eye, who's learning to adapt at the, to, with what's going on at the moment. And we're going to have our next guest on right after this break. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen. My next guest today is Patrick Daly. Patrick is a presenter here on Dublin South of M and also is a logistics consultant. Patrick, how are you? I'm very well, Joe. Yourself? I'm very good. I'm very good. We're up in the station here uh, trying to get in touch with a lot of business owners out there to mm-hmm. feel and to find out what the law, the lay of the land is at the moment. So, what are you picking up from the companies that you're dealing with and how are you adapting to these strange circumstances that we are in at the moment, Patrick? Most of my work, Joe, with um, medium to large size companies, uh, manufacturing companies, distribution companies and logistics service providers. And it's a kind of a mixed bag depending on uh, what sector uh, they're in. So um, all of them, I guess, without exception over the last week have been pretty much inward focused in uh, working out what they're going to do and what their plans are and so on. And then talking to some of them, um, they're trying to keep things uh, up and running. Um, Some of them, particularly in the food and pharmaceutical sector, are actually busier than, than normal. Uh, and some of the challenges they're finding are not so much on the demand side, but on the supply side, in the sense that some of their people are not able to come to work either because uh, they have been diagnosed in, in some cases, but in more cases, people uh, who are self-isolating because they've been away from the country, they've been in Spain or they've been in Italy or some other place, and they've come home and they can't go to work. Um, so they're actually having trouble 
uh, manning shifts in warehouses and, and factories. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I'm noticing, with, especially with, with the food industry, you know, there, there was a fear that people were thinking that we were going to run out of food. And I was trying to reassure them that we have warehouses full of food. It's just a distribution that if people bulk buy everything, the shops are going to find it harder to stock. Um, because there's not enough trucks to, you know, engage with bulk buying, that people just have to just keep on following what they're doing and the, the supermarkets and the shops will, will keep supplying. Yeah, the way, the way modern supply chains are set up, um, that kind of bulk buying almost causes the problem, even if there's no supply problem, um, because it introduces um, a, a kind of... Um, instability into the into the supply network um so the food supply chain uh there isn't an issue as such there isn't a, a supply issue also stocks are higher now than they might have been because businesses have been building inf- inventories for some time because of brexit uh, and the anticipation of what was coming down the line with Brexit. Um, so we have higher stocks than we would have had otherwise. And the production of food still continues um, apace. In fact, in Ireland, over the last two to three years, one of the biggest problems has been finding warehouse space um, to store inventory um, because of things came together, such as a Brexit and the removal of the milk quotas, which gave rise to a lot of production of milk powder uh, and, and other factors that the economy was growing. So inventories are, are high. Uh, there shouldn't be a problem with the food supply chain and there isn't any uh, need or justification for bulk buying at the moment. I think it's very reassuring for the people out there as well. What about yourself as well? How are you mm-hmm. adapting and um, to the circumstances at the moment? Um, well, I guess one thing that was relatively easy for me is that um, about 10 years ago, maybe uh, longer, I uh, converted a room in my house into an office. So while I have an office space in the, in the, in the city, um, I'm rarely there. I have a kind of a um, hot seat, if you like, in a, in a location in the city, in a nice location for meetings and that has audiovisual services and all of that type of thing. But I, I set up a, a home office many, many years ago, so I've been working from home for a long time, um, and it works well for me, and I'm, I'm adapted to it. So actually, myself and a, a colleague of mine, consultant to colleague, uh, Hamish McKenzie in Munich, who I think you know, he produced an excellent booklet, because he's been doing the same thing. He produced an excellent booklet over the weekend, uh, an e-book in terms of um, the do's and don'ts of working from home. And he and I are going to do a short, um, webinar, a free webinar uh, next Friday, this day week, uh, online uh, using using Zoom, uh, just to talk to our clients and, and prospects and anybody else who wants to link into that to talk about our experiences of working from home over the last um, ten years and more. Because I guess it's it's new for a lot of people, and I know my daughter started working from home this week, and it's been it's been difficult, um, lots of uh, teething problems. Um, so we can we can help in that way, and it would be it'd yeah. Be I think it's I think it's um, it's very important. As you know, we have an office set up at home as well, and I've been using technology for a very long, long time. 
Um, I think you and me have been self-isolating and preparing for this without us realising for many years. But but all yeah. is safe. Patrick, look, what advice will you have to people? Um, because we have a couple of other people we're going to bring on now as well. What advice do you have for people out there? Um, I think um, keep calm uh, to know that uh, this will eventually uh, come to an end. You know, the whole world is focused on finding solutions, uh, whether it be vaccines or other practical non-medical measures to, to, to stem the tide and turn things around. Um, so I, I hope here that after maybe next weekend, we begin to see the positive effects of the um, social distancing that has been uh, implemented here in Ireland over the last week, beginning to show through in the, in the figures. But it will, it will um, as, as the Taoiseach said, there's going to be a surge, and there will be between now and possibly the next seven, ten days. But thereafter, we, we hope we'll see um, light at the end of the tunnel. Patrick Daly, thank you for coming on to Business Eye, and I will talk to you later. Thank you. Very welcome, Joe. All the best. Our next guest on today's show is Owen Lafferty. Owen, as you know, is, is a, a big supporter of the show here, and he's working with the local enterprise office in Dunleary and Ratdown. Owen, how are you? Well, strange times, Joe. Yes, um, they are indeed. They are very strange. I've own there's a lot of people out there who are dealing with uncertainty. They're not sure about what's going to happen with their business. How are you finding things, and what are you hearing out there as well among your community? So, yeah, uncertainty is a huge thing. There's a lot of worry out there, Joe. Um, I was actually on a call uh, yesterday morning because um, we're looking at seeing how we can support people around uh, resilience, you know, and and dealing with the uh, what's, what's coming up, you know, what, what's yep. happening for them. And there was kind of a word cloud going, there's 500 people, and um, the biggest kind of, uh, the most prominent word that came out was uncertainty, anxiety, concern, fear. But uh, interestingly enough, um, one of the, you know, what, what kind of struck me was some of the words um, that came up were opportunity, um, you know, and, and hope. I think was uh, was was one of the things. Compassion, I guess, community. Um, so, you know, there that's a poll of five hundred people. Um, so, we, you know, I guess what we're seeing on a practical level is, I think, cash flow is a big issue for people. Um, trying to readjust their uh, how they work um, and figure that piece out. Um, I know our office, a lot of our staff are remote working now. Um, and that's something that you know we wouldn't traditionally have done in the council. Uh, but it's actually you know it's, it's early days, but it seems to be working quite well. People are engaged, um, and so I think it's a great opportunity for to develop trust and for people to step up to the mark and be noticed. You know, in, in these in these these times. But uh, certainly, people are worried about their business. Some businesses, as you know, have uh, you know it's been catastrophic uh, with the cancellations, especially in terms of events. Uh, catering, um, anything you know involving large public gatherings, um, but we have heard of opportunities as well, and people actually grasping these. So, um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully it's not going to play out too long. So we'll know on the 29th, I guess. Uh, we'll have a better idea where we are on the 29th. Yeah, I, I, these projections are. Oh, I'm, like. I'm getting the feeling from speaking to a lot of people that they're going okay. 
this is what's happening. And some people are going, okay, now what do I need to do to adjust? You know, it's going to be relaunching businesses. Some people are going to have to reinvent themselves. Um, there's good, it's a strange time ahead. But I think if people think, as you said there, you know, there's compassion, hope, you know, opportunities. And that's where that entrepreneurial spirit will come in, that people, when all the, when the calmness hits, they go, right, what can I do now to get up and running on this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there's a couple of things. I think, you know, identify the risks, the short and long-term risks. Yeah. So identify your risks. Okay, so, you know, if this goes on for another month, you know, identify those risks. If it goes on longer term, um, you know, say four months, uh, identify the long-term risks, you know, and then figure out how to mitigate against each of these. I think it's really important if you are going to restructure how to do that safely and get the right advice, um, especially in relation to staff. It's, it's really important to do that correctly. Um, but, you know, one of the things I think people, a lot of times people are too busy doing the do in the business and, and that's understandable. Um, but I think now is the time to step back out of your business, um, talk to a mentor, um, you know, and get some, get create some space to evaluate this critically, um, you know, you, you probably need to get your management accounts up to date and look at your cash flow and understand the impact this is going to have. But it's very unusual circumstances, isn't it, Joe? Because we don't we don't really know in fluid landscapes. It's very hard to to know at the moment the UK or, you know, well, it's changing day by day, isn't it? But I mean, you know. Factories are open, I think, and you know, the, you know, so you could say, okay, I'm going to get supplied, um, you know, while well, that's going on. But can I get supplied, you know, in in, in a month's time? And that's very hard to. Project. It's it's interesting because uh, we just had Patrick Daly on before, and he's in logistics, and he was saying that the factories and all are all in in Ireland are. F- are full and the reason he was saying it as well because all the the, the major suppliers were were stocking up because of Brexit and yeah, the only I issue that. that they had was trying to find warehouses to fill to fill warehouses so they could put their products right. so I think Brexit in ourselves what happened was probably a godsend to the way the structure the the, the supply chain is here in Ireland um, okay. yeah I, I you know I Really feel that, yeah, you're right. You've nailed it. That you know, people are going to have to look at all aspects instead of working in the business. You know, start working on the business and reflecting on what's going on. Speak to people. Get good advice. Stop listening to social media. You know, don't be picking up your advice on on WhatsApp or Facebook or Twitter, but go back and start listening to proper channels that can give proper news. Absolutely, Joe. And there's no substitute for, um, you know, just taking your time to uh, to figure this out, get a plan, get comfortable with it. It's going to change. So you need to wargame it. In other words, understand, okay, the so what if, yeah. so what if, you know. But I do think people need to talk with their creditors and their debtors. Um, they need to talk to their suppliers, check in with them understand what can be done um you know there there just from our perspective there's you know the microfinance ireland um they have a uh, 
you know, they've always had this loan out for the the, the lenders of where you, where you can't get credit from a bank. Microfinance is the place to go to get a loan up to twenty five thousand. But now they've actually extended that up to uh, to fifty thousand, and that's um, an important change. So it's an emergency loan facility, and it's it's available to to people, most of our clients, with turnovers under 2 million, and they're employing the less than 10 staff. And if you're being, in, if you're being hit with a sales decrease of 15% or more as a result of COVID-19, and you're viable prior to this crisis, um, but you also have to, the business has to, to demonstrate that they can survive the, the, the temporary crisis and become viable again, well then, um, MFI is a very important um, place to go, or it's, it's, it's a it's a great package. Um, so the so we'd encourage people to get in touch with their local enterprise office and uh, inquire about that package um, because it's um, you know there is I guess the government has been their first priority has been deal with the health um, issues and now we're 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 starting to think about you know the business. Um, issues and how we how we can support that and so there will be more announcements coming down the track but as of now um for cash flow mfi is um is definitely um something that people should consider if they if they see they can meet those criteria so oh, we'd yeah. be very happy to to um to your doors are open with people yeah <coughs> your doors are open the I think the government played a stormer. I think our Taoiseach's uh, message on St. Patrick's evening gave a lot of people a lot of hope and went, we've a good leader here. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's for the rest of us who are calm and collective, you know, it's time to step up and sh- help those people that are fearful. Yeah, it's a community effort now, Joe, and, um, you know, hopefully we look back in this and in... in five years time three years time and go well you know did we there, there is an opportunity they, there is a saying that they say a crisis is a terrible thing to waste you know yeah. and I think there is an opportunity well you can see it happening already so even from our perspective and from a lot of our clients you can see people are getting used to remote working yeah um, definitely that gives you the opportunity to look at your workforce a workforce potentially outside your normal geographic area get skills that you mightn't have been able to get before um, get skill sets at a better rate if you're living in Dublin potentially, um, and attract more people. So, like for for instance, in the council, it wouldn't have been you know remote working isn't something that was uh, part of our, our our normal activity, and now it's something that you know if it works quite well, you just don't know. Um, people might be more open to it. Um, so I think that kind of invention. But I also think it's a time to look at processes when if if people find that they're trading less and they have a bit of time to be more strategic, I think it is a good opportunity to look at processes, look at introducing lean uh, business models into the organization, engage with your staff to look at your look at these and, and see how you can become um, you know, more efficient in what you do and create a better service for your end users. But like in terms of the opportunities, you know, you see the local restaurants uh, around us and they're now delivering themselves where they mightn't have been delivering before so you know that's 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 something you know and there's a there's a grocery supplier that we would have been using um personally 
Um, and the other, a lot of the food companies who've been supplying restaurants and can sell their product, they've asked them to sell their product. So that's an opportunity yeah. for them. So look, look to see where the opportunity is. But I also think getting online businesses that are going to be online, I think, you know, because people don't want the, the face-to-face anymore. Um, it's a great opportunity and there's a trading online voucher which you can uh, apply for two and a half grand towards a five grand spend. Um, and, you know, that's something that people should maybe, if they have the time, to consider, listen, this is this is the nudge I needed to get my business online and, and to continue trading. But all those uh, supports can be found on localenterprise.ie forward slash DLR. That's localenterprise.ie forward slash DLR, and we're we're open for business. Um, we're all we're all working as normal, and we're here to help where we can. I'm just going to ask throw throw something there on. I know you probably might have an answer for, it, but I'll throw it out on the yeah. online voucher, which is two and a half. Usually, people have to go to a uh, a training day for that. Is will that still be on the cards? Or are you going to you know maybe do that? That is soon? that's going to be online now. It's going to be online. Brilliant. Yeah. So Brilliant. we're doing a lot of our training online now. Yeah. So and and you know it's interesting. A lot of our some of our service providers haven't done it before, and they're now uh, ramping up. To, to enable themselves to do that. There is great tools like Zoom, uh, you know, Microsoft Teams, Hangouts, etc. So, yeah, that's that's that. Um, we're actually running one shortly um, with fifty people, and uh, that's how we're doing it. So brilliant, well done. Owen Lafferty, thank you very much. Um, look, we know that the local enterprise office doors are open. Uh, if people want to pick up the phone, make a call, all the staff are still there, but they're working from home. And um, look. Keep up the good work and thank you for supporting our community. No, you're very welcome. Thank you, Joe, and best of luck to everybody. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen. The next person that I have on the line is John Murray. John Murray is a photographer in Dublin. And John's business would be very much face to face. And I want to have John tell us how he is adapting or what he is planning to do over the next maybe 30 days to keep his business alive. John, welcome to Business Eye. Hey, Joe, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. John, tell me what's going on. What's the word on the street? Um, and how are you adapting to the situations that we're having at the moment? Um, yeah, one of the big things that we can do is just stop, take a deep breath and kind of look at the whole situation um, and see where we stand. I'm very lucky in that a lot of my businesses are multinationals because of the coaching element to what I do. So I have a lot of invoices coming in that give me residual income, even though I'm not working at the moment, you know, the doors are closed. Um, one of the big things that I do is I speak on stage or talk to massive groups. So I'm lucky in that I can still do that in a way virtually. Um, I'm a director of JCI, Junior Chamber International as well. And because of that, you know, I, I think I've been equipped with massive tools to be able to look at the own things virtually, I suppose. So I'm still doing a lot of talks for for uh, companies in the UK and companies in Ireland who are still running virtual conferences and, and still having virtual meetings with their staff. Um, but face-to-face, it definitely can't happen, you know. Um, I had a good friend yesterday actually suggest that I put up a sneeze screen, like a big glass perfect screen, put a hole in it uh, to, so that I wouldn't be able to sneeze all over and cough all over my clients. But um, that's just not practical, I suppose. 
I know they're doing it in supermarkets, but it's uh, it's really not practical from from what I do. Um, but yeah, it's a it's an uncertain time. But look, we all do for the good of the village. Everybody benefits, and everybody has to suffer. Everybody has to knuckle down, and everybody has to kind of pull themselves together and see what they can do to add value to the community, add value to each other. And sure, there's always an afterwards. You know, um, it doesn't really matter what's going on now. There will be an afterwards. There will be, you know, none of this stuff will matter when we're ninety. Do you think that you know people are ready for a lockdown? That the Irish are going, look, let's lock this down uh, and take the bullet for the next two, three weeks or so, so we can come out of this. So you think people are open to that idea now? I think more and more people are starting to think actually this might be the way forward. It might be the only way forward. Um, unfortunately, we don't grow our own crops anymore. We don't, you know, slaughter our own pigs. We don't. We don't feed ourselves from the land anymore. So from a supply chain point of view and from feeding ourselves and watering ourselves and all that sort of stuff, I suppose some supermarkets will have to stay open. Um, and they won't be able to lock people in their houses for three weeks because, you know, it's we don't know that people have enough food and supplies in their house to look after themselves. But when you see places like some pubs are still open, you have some clothes shops still open, people selling furniture and stuff like that, you know, that's the type of person who needs to be told, look, you know, this is a little bit more serious than selling clothes and runners and shoes and, and you know, cushions. They're non-essentials. We shouldn't be going out looking for that stuff. We definitely shouldn't be going out to pubs um, at the moment either. Well, Coffee shops, that yeah. sort of stuff. Places that are social like that, I think they need to take the hit, take the bullet, just because they're doing it for the good of everybody. Um but when it comes to the likes of supermarkets and stuff, I think we need to keep those open. The, uh, uh, they would just be. For, we need to keep ourselves fed and watered, you know. The DIY stores are, are, are the DIY stores are making a killing. You know, people are yeah, decorating yeah, yeah. the house and painting. Um, what uh, are you doing? To, what are you doing, John? Just quickly, what are you doing to keep yourself active? Are you walking? Or I know you're you're uh, spend a lot of time out in the water kayaking. Um, I'm actually sitting in the car right next to two sea kayaks that I folded out now a second ago. Um, I'm about to go paddling with a friend. Obviously, social distancing is important. So we'd be paddling a little bit apart. Paddle away. Make sure that we don't. <laughs> Say it again. A paddle away. <laughs> yeah, we'd be paddling away. We're trying to we're trying to outrun the coronavirus. Yeah. But um, no, I, I'm doing a lot still with Junior Chamber. Um, at the moment, we have the European Convention coming up in May. That's kind of still to be looked at there's a lot of stuff going on with that because it's at the end of the end of May uh, I'm also supposed to be running a thing called Leadership Academy for Junior Chamber um, that is going to be cancelled it's actually going to be postponed and put back till at least the end of the summer um, so there's a lot of logistics around those that still need to be looked at um, from a business standpoint I'm constantly on LinkedIn I'm posting videos I'm um, I'm just keeping in touch with a lot of clients and and looking to see what I can do to help others around me as well. Uh, elderly neighbours, people in the area that don't have transport, um, anything I can do to collect stuff from them or for them. Um, I'm just trying to do as much positive work as I can do at the moment, uh, considering the, the circumstances and the situation. But um, that's about all I'm doing. And I'm kayaking as well. I'm, I'm getting back out in the water a lot. So um, even if I'm on my own or getting out with a friend, it's uh, it's good to get out and get a, a bit of uh, exercise, you know. It's good for the head. 
I think it's very important that, you know, in a community, let's, you know, there's vulnerable people out there and let's see if they're okay. Um, checking on those people, if there's old people in our neighbourhoods who are fearful for going out to the supermarkets, let's see if we can help them as well. So it's all about community. And I know that there are some volunteer um, sites opened up online that people can share their information with. Um that then that if someone in their area needs them they can reach out to them so there's a lot of community based stuff that's coming on and I think people as I say before to one of my other guests compassion 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 exactly like Ireland at the moment is starting to go back to the Ireland that I knew growing up you know there's, there's amazing stories of it where you're seeing the sense of community that we had back in you know around the time of Italian 90 and stuff like that where Everybody was very much involved with everybody else. If anything happened or anybody had a difficult period of time, you had all the neighbours coming in with food. You had people, like, they're standing together. And yeah. starting to see that again. Which We're is all in this together. Yeah. John, look, I will let you get on the water there and I shall talk to you soon, my friend. Take care. Cheers, bud. My next guest is my very good friend, a person who was on the board of directors here at Dublin South FM and everybody will know Aileen from our radio show, which is a travel show here at the station. Aileen, how are you? Well, it's a difficult time, Joe, I think. I think not only is it a difficult time for everybody who's on the front line from a health perspective, but I think it's also a very difficult time for anybody who's in the SME side and particularly travel and tourism because I, I know myself that, you know, about 60% of my business um, is, is travel and tour, tourism related, both inbound and outbound. And, I, you know, my heart goes out to a lot of my colleagues in Europe at the moment as well. I know there's going to be a lot of travel agents that are going to go under. I know that a lot of hotels are suffering at the moment as well. What is the mood out there? Are they kind of going, OK, we know we're going to just take this break here and hopefully it'll only last for 30 to 60 days because everyone is in it together and then we can start moving again. I think the mood is very uh, is very difficult at, at, at the moment. Um, you know, most of the people who run businesses or who are in tourism have all seen their way through our recession, which we thought was the worst thing that maybe hit Europe and hit our state. But this is unprecedented. And I think what people are trying to do is they're trying to stay positive. They're trying to, to look ahead and, and get positivity in the market for when um, everything recovers. Uh, but it, it's very difficult. I know that um, one of the things that, that is being welcomed is the fact that the the government just announced last night that there's um, a, a two-month moratorium on commercial rates um, for those affected. Yeah. And also um, the banks and the work that Pascal Donoghue has been doing in the banks, I think the fact of maybe a three-month again uh, break on loans and things like that, that has, has to be welcomed, particularly for small businesses and those in the travel trade who may have to let their staff go in the interim. Um, there's, there's a lot of skilled people out there who are all facing difficulties. And in fact, um, one if, if people are concerned at the moment in terms of, of travel, um, we've been given all the advice out there in terms of making sure that we only listen to credible sources. 
one of the most credible sources that um, I would look at in terms of travel and tourism, in terms of, you know, what people want to check up on is Owen Corrie. I'm sure many people will hear Owen Corrie and see him on the news at the moment. But Owen Corrie has a very good Facebook page uh, called Travel Extra. And he's also on Twitter as well. And he, he's been doing podcasts all week, updating people, particularly people who are maybe stuck abroad or wondering what to do. And to me, he is the most credible piece of um, proper information out there. So, so, you know, back to what's happening. I think, I think travel agents, tour operators, they're all trying to think ahead for June. Um, it's a difficult one, Joe, but I think, I think we all have to use this time to start planning again. You know, it's, it's sometimes in business we don't take think time, uh, and, and you're one who, who, who advocates thinking outside the box and thinking, and maybe we all have to use this time to start thinking yeah. and planning. Yeah. And it's the only thing that while self-isolation is a very good opportunity to actually think and think about your business. How is everyone at the chamber, the Dunleary Ratdown Chamber? No, you're 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 the uh, the president down there. The, the Chamber of Commerce um, has been um, again sending out information to everyone in terms of the um, the you know the the updates from government. We're getting a lot of up, updates from Chambers Ireland as well, who are in, in in talks with government, and many of our members have been offering their services. Um, I know um, uh, uh, Carmel from Best of Sandyford has been offering people um, assistance um, in terms of there's a lot of people who've had to close down their actual businesses, but that's not to say that they can't stay um, uh, in touch virtually. Uh, I know that there's other companies, and I know you'll be talking to them at some stage, um, Soapbox Media, people like that. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Voltage down in Black Rock, the HR specialists, they're advising people on how to handle staff during this difficult time. I think it's a time for the experts, and that's what the chamber is trying to do. It's you know it's it's a very responsible organisation, like it's the it's the biggest organisation for business in the county in DLR. So I think we're all trying to act responsibly. But I think I think myself that we have to think about. Some positivity. There will be an end to this. There will. There will. What advice can you give someone out there, um, you know, who's in the chamber, you know, they're really worried about their small B2C business? What advice can you give them? I think you have to be very sensible. And, and, and that might sound a trite thing to say, but I know myself that um, I had already engaged with my bank when I saw some cancellations. Um, I think that we have to be very sensible. If staff have to be laid off, they have to be laid off. And I think we have to, to take the hard decisions now, but also be, be make sure that our doors are open when this passes. I think that's very, very important. I also think it's a very good time to actually look at local business because if you can give business locally, uh, rather than giving it to an anonymous company. I think it's a time Ireland has been pulling together very well. And, and my, certainly my biggest piece of advice, as, as I said, is to, to think locally, that if we, can, if we can support a local cafe or support a local business, I think we have to think about support 
for those that, that really, really are, are struggling in this. I think, to me, it's about supporting local business. And I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, we're based in Dundrum Town Centre and Casty Travel are one of our clients down there. They've got 10 shops. And, you know, rather than give your business to an anonymous um, booking engine that you don't know where it's owned, you don't know what it is, give your business to a local travel agent. Give your business to a local hotel. Give your business to a hotel. You know, when we all we all know things when we travel and we go abroad, but there's so many family hotels. Give your business to a family hotel. Give your, you know, give your business to somebody or something that's real. And that, to me, is one of the big, big things. I, I, I work a lot, as you know, Joe, in Austria and Portugal yeah. and Cyprus and, and, and Italy. And my heart goes out to some of my Italian business colleagues and friends and what they're going through at the moment in particular. But, you know, the one thing about tourism in, in Europe is a huge amount of it is local. And I think we have to think local for Ireland. I think we should be thinking differently about how we spend our money when this is over. Definitely. I think one of the biggest things as well is don't stick your head in the sand. You know, it's if you have an issue with your, your you know, with bills, rates or whatever it may be, pick up the phone and have those conversations because we are all in this together. We are all in this together. You know, don't ask, put your hand up and go, I'm having a problem. Can someone help me, please? I think that's very true, Joe. I, I think I certainly learned that during the recession. And I think a lot of other people did. I think you're right. I think that there's a willingness to to come together. I think you're right in terms of engaging with um, partners or issues in terms of bill paying and delays and things like that. Uh, but I also think that that idea of engagement that you talk about um, is is you can equally do it with your industry partners, whatever your industry yeah, is. Definitely. Aileen, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, great words of wisdom there. And look, um, I hope everyone down in the chamber and everyone in the travel agents, you know, they're, you know. We're all good. And we, 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 we have to think about, we're an island, Joe. Yeah. And there's no roof in this island. So eventually when this passes, we'll have to get off and find some, some sunshine or some snow. Thank God we're an island at the moment. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Aileen. Thanks, Joe. Thanks thank for you. The call. Take care. And that's it, folks. That is a selection of business owners, uh, leaders who are in our community, um, who are sharing their knowledge and wisdom with ourselves. We must remember for those people who are on the front line, our doctors, our nurses, policemen, fire brigade, army, the people that pack our shelves, the people that serve us in our news agents, the people that serve us in our grocery stores. Remember, these are the people that we need the most and we honour each and every one of them. And I want everyone to remember as well that we are all in this together and we will all get through this. So if you are fearful, if you are frightened, don't let the voice in your head to make you scared. Ask for help. It's a time to ask. Everybody loves helping somebody. So as a nation, as a community, stand together because everybody will support you and understand. I'm also going to be running a online mastermind next week for anybody who is interested in how to function to 
relaunch their business or to make those decisions to help them get beyond this. I think there's more to, you know, running a business from home here. I think there's a lot of mindset as well. So if you go to jdc.ie, you'll be able to get online and uh, we will then be running a webinar next week to show you how to run your business online and also how to keep your chin up and be positive because this is about a fresh approach, a new way of doing business. Until next week's show, I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope we shared some words of wisdom and some hope and started preparing for when this does lift, your business will thrive. Until next week, that's myself, Joe Dalton. God bless and take care. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen.